get ready to ride Russ and the rest are gonna light up the sky We'll break it down after the game with the guys Hometown heroes with their own sports bar The best coverage in Denver Don't go too far Just turn on DNVR We are DNVR Happy PS Tuesday <laughs> on the DNVR Broncos podcast. You know what that means. It means we got number two in the house on the yes, field. Sir. He wears number two, but you're number one on the yep, field. Yep. Number one cornerback in the NFL joining <laughs> yep. us today. What's up, Pat? What's happening? How's it going? Excited, excited to be back on here, man. Man, we're pumped to have going. you on and continue <laughs> PS Tuesday, yes, man. Sir. Henry, Todd, myself. Like I said, joined by the best cornerback in the NFL. And, uh, appreciate that. The best. The best. And, uh, you know, there's uh, when watching last night's game, mm -hmm. uh, because two, two first-team All-Pros uh, in the NFL last year, Sauce and you. And yeah. so watch you on Sunday. Watch Sauce yesterday. I think it was pretty clear after watching that who, yeah. the, who, who the better one wasn't. And Sauce <laughs> is great. But, I mean, how about that game last night? That had all the emotions. Yeah, that, that game was crazy. Just just looking at it, you know, obviously it was a divisional game, but it was wild from the start to the finish. You know, both of them was competing. I mean, shoot, the Jets defense balled out. They was mm -hmm. fighting out. Yep. I mean, the Bills defense was too, man. It was it was just a hard-fought game. And uh, for the Jets, obviously they pulled off. Being able to pull off a win so early, you know, that's huge for them. Yeah, and I mean, you can just tell, like, Robert Sala after the game – he leads off by saying his starting quarterback, the Hall of Fame quarterback, likely done for the season. Mm -hmm. yeah. And then he's talking yeah, about crazy. an undrafted rookie that mm. came in and had the game-winning overtime yeah. touchdown. Showed up big. And, and yeah. the defense, like you said, I mean, just the wave of emotions was wild in this game. Pat, have you ever had three picks in a game? No, only had two. <laughs> not, yet, not, yet. not yet, not yet. <laughs> but no, I haven't had three. Um, yeah, I mean, Whitehead was balling for sure. He, he was. was all over the place. That, that was <laughs> wild. Around, making plays, man. And, you know, once that opportunity comes to you, man, you got to just keep on making plays. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, Josh the Allen. opportunities was presented. Yeah, Josh Allen was throwing some 500 balls up there. Yeah, but sure. then his last interception, well, I mean, that was a, a great read by yeah. Whitehead at least. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure they was like in cover two, it looked like. And, uh, yeah, he had a good eye for it, and he just jumped on the ball, man. You know, he was making plays, for sure. You ever he, had three three picks, Todd? No, I think I had, like, three picks in my career. That's legend. Uh, <laughs> had a few more in college. But, sure. um, you know, you talked a little bit about um, Sauce, and, you know, watching the film yesterday, I definitely felt like um, – you looked a lot more crisp on Sunday than he did, but just as you guys are being compared to each other, do you guys do you check out his film and see somebody that you look at to see, you know, how he's playing guys and what he's doing um, to better yourself or even just check out his game? Yeah, yeah. Um, I look at Saul's game a lot. Um, obviously, he's one of the best in the game, mm -hmm. um, and he he barely has any flaws in this game. I mean, his coverage tight. You know, he make players on the ball. Um, you know, he be locking receivers down. So. You know, I mean, his technique is Chris as well, too. But, you know, when I look at his film, all I see is a guy that's confident mm -hmm. um, and he just plays hard, you know, from the snap to the whistle. So, um, 
Yeah, I look at his film and many other guys across the league. You know what I mean? Because there's so many good corners that you could keep an eye out for. Yeah, because I, I know when I played, like, the guys that you were in, I guess, conversations with or guys that you saw around the lane that were doing good, you actually watched a lot of their film. Like, you wanted to check them out. You wanted to see what the hype was about, whether you felt like you were better or not. Like, you just wanted to stay tuned in to, you know, the other pe people at your position around the league. Yeah, yeah, especially Monday night, you know. I was definitely tuned <laughs> in. Um, Obviously, he went against Steph, so it was like a premier matchup. Yeah. And, um, no, I, I think he held his own some. Obviously, he got a few targets on him. But you know, it's the name of the game, you know, stuff like that happens. Because um, obviously there's great receivers as well too, but I just see seeing them going at it and competing at a high level. So, um, you know, that game was just exciting from the start to the finish, you know, just seeing so many great players on both sides of the ball, you know, just compete at a high level. Which Let's, other corners do you watch just in general? And how often do you watch um, them? <clears throat> so, Sauce, Darius Slade, mm -hmm. Trayvon Diggs, uh, Ramsey, uh, Xavier Howard, um, you know, Marshawn, Jair, Gilly, you know, all those guys. Yeah, that's just, a lot, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm, I just I could just learn a lot from them because obviously all of them have different unique traits to their game. Mm -hmm. And I could just hone in on and study and sort of just translate my game in that way, you know, because I still got a lot of stuff to work on. You know I mean, I'm staying to play I want to be yet, but know just being able to pick you know certain tools that they use that helps them often you know and sort of use that in my game you know mm -hmm. it helps a lot who'd you watch <laughs> growing up and you better include your dad in this oh yeah pops <laughs> obviously pops uh yeah pops you know he was a man uh back when i watched him of course um when he was with the dolphins i could only remember so little because i was like <laughs> running around two years old just being bad <laughs> and not knowing what's going on as a kid but um, yeah, Pops was definitely one of them. Um, you know, Revis, Charles Woodson, those guys, Champ, Champ Bailey. Mm -hmm. um, you know, there's just so many great players, you know, just from that day and age that I could just look at and be like, man, I really could model my game after him. Sure. Yeah, and what's so cool about you and Sauce is typically people do this with the quarterback position. They say, like, uh, Manning and Brady, they went after it together for, like, 15 <laughs> years and would always look forward to their battles, even though they weren't going up against each other, uh, just be, them being on the same field. And now with now it's, you know, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, Patrick yeah. Mahomes, Josh Burrow, um, and those quarterbacks are ascending, and people are looking at who's the next quarterback duo that's going to go back and forth. And cool thing about you and sauce is you're both so young that it wouldn't be a surprise for the next 10 years if the first team all pros a cornerback hmm. are you two like every yeah. single year yeah um you know obviously we like i said um when i was on your show in the super bowl you know we were both young players that's playing at a high level and you know playing one of the toughest positions in the game you know and being able to do that is pretty awesome to see just coming in and making an immediate impact you know what i mean because you know it's, it's hard you know just to stay dialed in and stay focused at such a young age, but at a premier position. But, mm -hmm. you know, that's what what's expected. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, um, you know, I hold myself to a high standard. You know, I expect myself each and every week to be better than a week before. So, um, you know, that's just the type of person I am. I'm pretty sure that's how he thinks too. But, um, you know, when I look at all that stuff, it just goes to show the work that I put in, mm -hmm. you know, in the off season, hone in and focus on my game 
you know what I mean, just sharpen my toolbox. Well, you said you can uh, you can get better. Sunday, I'm not sure you proved that you can get much better. And we're, yeah. we're going to hop into your unreal performance. But let's start with just kind of the outcome of the game first. Mm -hmm. How disappointing was it to uh, come away from that game? The offense showed a lot of improvement. The defense held the team to 17 points. But just with all the excitement with Sean Payton coming into town, just how disappointing was it to start 0-1? Yeah, um, obviously it's not the outcome we wanted as a team, but you could learn a lot from it. You could, you know, weigh in the negatives, but you could also look at the positives throughout the game. Um, I just felt like we played hard. Uh, we was playing very physical from snap to whistle. I mean, the energy was there, the effort was there. But, um, you know, it's just those little plays, like, throughout the game, which we wish we could make as we look back on it. But, um, you know, it's very – unfortunate for us you know just to have that result but you know i mean you can only learn from it and get better and it's only week one you know what i mean so mm -hmm. i'm not worried about it at all because there's so much things we could correct you know moving on throughout the season and you know we just got a lot at stake for us and you know it's just things you learn from throughout the game that you could sort of fix you know what i mean so and and you say you say it's only week one and it's such a good perspective to kind of for everyone mm -hmm. players coaches yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. and I think players and coaches actually probably do a, a much better job of this of taking a step back realizing mm -hmm. it's only week one the twenty four hour rule that all the players talk about yeah. and a win you celebrate it for twenty four hours and a loss uh, you you can sulk on it for twenty four hours and then you just move on. Fans aren't necessarily like that. Mm -hmm. they, they, they like to be very emotionally vested <laughs> all week long. But for, for you guys as players and, and a fan perspective, Todd, especially after seeing that this game was 17-16, to 16, the yeah. exact same score as week one of last year, how do you just remind yourself that this is not here we go again, that this is a new season? Well, I think um, from my perspective, and I was going to ask and see if this is how the locker room feels now, um, after watching the tape and really diagnosing the film, I felt like the team is so close in so many areas. It's not like a hang your head moment. It's not like no. we feel like we mm -hmm. can't get to the next level. Like there's a lot of pieces that are just like one play away from being like a phenomenal game. So I felt like um, everybody still has the energy to go out there and keep preparing to win. You know, nobody's lost their drive, their energy. And you can tell me if the locker room feels like this or not, but you're, you're so close. I think you turn the page on a couple of different plays and you're right where you want to be. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, like you said, you hit it on the head. I just believe that, um, you know, you look at wins and losses, but when you look at a loss, but you see the effort, you know, the energy, uh, the tenacity was there. I mean, you can't really complain. Obviously, there's some things that you wish you could have back, you know, to sort of change the game in some aspects, but... You know, you can only control what you can uh, control. So um, we all felt like we had a good chance to win the game. Mm -hmm. Obviously, everybody in the locker room, we was very confident. Um, it's just the outcome wasn't what we wanted. And I know it's a divisional game yeah. and everybody wanted this win, but it's such a long season ahead. And, you know, we still are very confident uh, about what we got going on. Yeah, and it's not you know like I mean? a... Not, it wasn't like the 40 to 0 game, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Like that, you're like, damn, like, we got like, 60 more of these. Then you can hang your head down and be like, damn. Yeah. Like, but, uh, nah, it was, it was a close game. But, yeah, man, obviously the fans are going to have their input. But it's like we're not worried about that at all because mm -hmm. we know what we got in the locker room. Yeah, if you uh, – What would you say? Oh, if you win on Sunday, all of a sudden everybody's going to say, yeah, I'm winning the Super Bowl. Yeah. Like, oh, it's, yeah. it's just how it goes. After a loss, everything's down. After a win, everything's yeah, yeah. up. That's how I go. Like, it fickles. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? It's, mm -hmm. it's just the way how things transpire. You know, when you win, 
uh, you up, everybody's happy when you mm -hmm. lose. You know what I mean? Everybody's down. Speak so much negativity. I mean, it's just, it's crazy to me uh, how much negative energy could be brought and focus on attention mm -hmm. in just one one game. And I, I just don't think that's how it should be. You know what I mean? Especially after week one. Like, I get if it's week 10, mm -hmm. week 11. But, you know, we still got a lot of football to play. Well, and what's crazy is you look around the league, the Bills lost to a team that didn't have Aaron Rodgers for 95% of the game. The Chiefs lost, who mm -hmm. just won the Super Bowl. The Chargers lost. A lot of people think that they're going to be in the playoff picture as well. And so you look around the league, a lot the of Bengals, the teams yeah. lost. The Bengals yeah. lost mm -hmm. as well. I mean, they looked so bad yep. to the Browns. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, I don't think those teams think that their season's over no. after week one. And especially you look in the AFC, the Raiders are the only team with a win in the AFC West. So, I mean, it really is yeah. just just, just one weekend. It's, it's it is just, a good perspective. It's, it's week one, you know, it's week one shenanigans. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it seriously you know, is. It's any given Sunday. You never know what goes on. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, a team could be more prepared, a team. You know, it's just, it's the name of the game. You know what I mean? But we got so much to look forward to. Yeah, yeah, but I remember last year after week one, I told myself, okay, there's so much shenanigans that happens in week one. Next year, don't bet on the NFL <sighs> in week one because yep. there's going to be things that go wrong. I didn't listen. I remembered that this this year. I didn't listen to myself. I should have because so many things just went weird mm -hmm. this year. And I'm sure if you're Brian Dayball and you go into that locker room, the Giants locker room after they lose 40-0, to your message to the team is forget that uh -huh. let's just move on because you can't take anything good from that nah, what's sean's message to the team after a one-point loss yeah i think the message was pretty clear um obviously he was right there uh he mentioned you know just you know those close games we just got to find a way to finish mm -hmm. finish those games close those games out because we we're right there just a player or two away from you know changing the whole perspective of the game but you know he liked what we brought to the table like i said the energy Everything else was there. It's just those, that little difference, that little step that we need to take, you know what I mean, to finish our games. But, you know, we got that because we got the players to do so. Yeah, and the, maybe the most important player is and you. And, 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 so. Yeah, yeah <laughs> of course, of course. Uh, and, I mean, you balled out. I want to get into your performance. And you guys have a chance to turn this thing around five days from now. If you want to go to the game, check out our friends over at Game Time. Use the code DNVR. You're going to get $20 off your first purchase. So check out Game Time for the Broncos Commanders game this coming Sunday at Empower Field. And if you want to go to the game, it's going to be $20 cheaper by using the code DNVR over at Game Time. Game Time's got the Game Time guarantee, so you know you're going to get the best price. Use that code DNVR over at Game Time. And uh, check out Bet365, too. Um, we had, or I had a couple friends come down this weekend from Montana, and one of them had... <laughs> one of them I, I the camera just oh did you did you i'm sure um one of them actually had never bet before and so he was able to come down and use all of the sign up bonuses so bet 365 you get 365 dollars in free bets and he just graduated college so he's 365 dollars goes a long <laughs> way for him um but we had a whole bunch of fun going through and placing a whole bunch of crazy bets we were out watching like the ufc fights went to the nebraska game Went to uh, they went to the Bronco game, obviously uh, the 
the Rockies last night. Um, but it was so much fun playing with those free bets. So make sure that you get those too, because if you download the app, you deposit $10, you will claim your $365 in bonus bets as soon as you place a bet for $1. So download the Bet365 app and use the code DNVR365 when you sign up. Uh, you can use it on any sport. Must be 21 or older, physically located in Colorado. Please gamble responsibly. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, then call or text 1-800-GAMBLER. Pat, I know you would have traded your individual performance for a win without a doubt, but you still had an unreal game covering a top three receiver in the NFL. I mean, I know Aaron Rodgers calls Devontae Adams the best receiver in the NFL. Still, some people believe that as well. You covered him on 61% of the passes. He was targeted five times, had two catches for 11 yards, and you had three pass breakups win covering him uh, to me i just could not believe how good this game was was it the best individual game that you've ever had um it was one of my good games i want to say the best um because obviously i would like to ha- change some of those breakups with picks mm. you know to change the game change the momentum but um obviously i prepared well uh, i knew what my task was uh you know just guarding like you said one of the best in the game but also just being sound, being fundamental in my technique, that's what helped me a lot too in understanding what was going on in certain situations. So, um, you know I mean? Obviously I could go on about my performance, but it doesn't feel too good without a win. You yeah. know what I mean? And that's the main thing. To I, me, what's so crazy, I think it's one of my favorite things to watch when, when you play Devonte because it feels like every single pass is either going to be a catch or a breakup. Mm-hmm. Like every time somebody's getting a hand on a ball, like it's never just like, ah, oh, it's kind of like floated out there, but dropped like he couldn't make the play. Like you, you know, going into the game, you need to get your hand on the ball or it's going to be a catch. Like mm-hmm. how tough is it to prepare for that? And how often do you yeah. see a matchup like that? Yeah. Like, like you said, man, um, you know, I mean, just the type of player he is, he, you know, he makes every catch. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's got great ball skills, but. You know, as a DB man, when that ball's in the air, it's either yours or nobody's. So um, that's the type of mindset you gotta have. Yeah. And um, you know, that's what I was going into. It was like when the ball's in the air, it's mine or nobody. So uh, that was the main thing with me. You know, just making plays on the ball and finding ways. You know, change the game, making the impact of the game, and making plays. You know, down in and down out. Yeah, Zach. Um, I heard you said that he would trade his personal performance for a win now i'm gonna speak for myself <laughs> i would much rather ball out and lose than get cooked and win like that i, I wouldn't sign up for that like i'm not signing that signing up for that at all um but back to back to that about your performance like are you the kind of guy that sets goals for himself before games um and if so like how does your performance the three pass breakups the 11 yards how does that match up with the goals that you set for yourself is that achieving them or do you still feel like you want to do more there's more you could do there's bigger plays you can make yeah um obviously i have goals um i don't don't set goals for you know each week obviously i do you know film preparation um studying on every week but i set goals for the whole season yeah like what i want to accomplish like team goals personal goals and all that for the season but um, going weeks in and weeks out, I just think that the way how you prepare, the way how you practice, um, you know, the way how you get your mind right before a game, stuff like that, I think that helps a lot. And you always got to look at every week as a challenge, you know what I mean, no matter who it is, no matter who receiver you're going against. And, um, you know what I mean, because it's the NFL, you know what I mean? So you got to step up to the challenge each and every week. And, you know, that's the main thing, just staying focused on that and being – 
you know, excelling each and every week. Yeah, because everybody's good. Like, even yeah, yeah. when there's someone on the roster where the whole world might not know his name, like, this guy's talented, too. Like, it's yeah. the NFL. Mm-hmm. Everybody gets paid, yeah. and everybody can play. Well, and, like, Jacoby Myers. I mean, one of those guys that we didn't talk about much last week because they have Max Crosby. They have Josh Jacobs. They have Devontae Adams. They have, like, a couple all-world players. Jacoby Myers is a good player, and, and we saw it in that in that game. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, like you said, just because it's not an all-world guy, still really good player. Yeah, exactly. Oh, speaking of... Uh, Jacoby, I know uh, Damari is your other corner on the other side, and I know that you know he didn't necessarily have the game that he wanted to have. What's your message to him, knowing that being across from you as a Pro Bowl All World safe All World corner, he's gonna get a lot of work. Like, what's your message to to him and encourage him to be able to be um, the kind of player that you guys need for the entire season? Yeah, I told him, man. Like I said about corner before, man. Sometimes you gonna have your days. Sometimes you're not. You know, what I mean, it's just the name of the game. And as a corner, man, you want to put your best foot forward, you know what I mean, every time. Obviously, it's not the game they wanted to have, but I know Mario. I know the type of player he is. I know he's going to, you know, be even better each and every week, you know, because he's an incredible player. And I told him after the game, man, I had, I've had those games. And, you know, just to experience that, it motivates you even more, you know what I mean, to go even harder. And I told him just not to lose focus, you know, don't get discouraged, you mm-hmm. know what I mean, because it's just the name of the game, man. Sometimes... Stuff like that happens, you know what I mean? You can't control that. Mm-hmm. You just got to worry about focusing on the next weeks ahead and improve and get better. You know what I mean? Go in the film room, correct it, you know, and that's it. You know what I mean? And that's the, that's the thing, you know, we could we could all criticize one player for his mistakes on what could have happened and this and that, but at the end of the day, you know what I mean, he's out there for a reason because yeah. he's an incredible player. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you've seen that last year with the type of player he is. And I already know what to expect from him. I already know the type of player he is. Um, he's going to bounce back for sure. Who gave you those pep talks throughout your life, whether it was in the NFL in the first two years, whether it was in college, because now you're older than Damari, mm-hmm. so you're the one telling him, like, it, these games are going to happen. As a corner, I have to imagine it can be pretty isolating on the field, yeah. and you can get in your head. Who was the guy that gave you those pep talks? Pops. That's <laughs> <laughs> fair. Yeah. I mean, because it, it was it was some games where I have I have my best games sometimes, and you know, any everything could seem down because, you know, you could be so hard on yourself. You know, you could criticize yourself. You know, I mean, ain't nobody harder on you than yourself. You mm-hmm. know, because I'm my toughest critic, and as a player, I'm I'm pretty sure that's how everybody is. But, you know, I mean, if you have somebody on your side, just come talk to you, and you know, just tell you the things that you did wrong, but in a way of you can improve from here on out and understanding the game, and the knowledge from that perspective. Because corner is, it's a tough task. You yeah. know, when you go against high caliber athletes you know each and every week sometimes you're gonna get beat you know it happens but you know just to have that short-term memory and just focus on the next focus on the next play that's what makes you an even greater player you know not when you always up but when you go through adversity yeah. kind of on the flip side of that though and you come off a, a great game playing against Devonte. does that make it any easier for you going into this week just having a little more confidence from that um it gives you some confidence but it doesn't make it easier because mm-hmm. It's a long season ahead, and you still got to prepare each and every week uh, the same. You know what I mean? Because each and every week, you're going to have a target on your back, no matter who you're going against. And, um, and you just got to keep the main thing, the main thing, focus on your tools, uh, understanding your weekly opponents um, day in and day out. And as a player, man, you just look forward to that, just getting better. Because even, even the game that I had, I feel like I left some things on the table uh, that I could correct. But, you know what I mean, that's the name of the game. You know, you work to improve and get better. 
So Pat, I have to ask, what what could you have improved on? Because from <laughs> yeah, yeah, like yeah. my perspective, it's <laughs> like, damn, two catches for eleven yards on the best receivers, pretty hard to beat. Yeah, um, it's tough, man, especially in this day and age when it's you see passing off offenses is uh, left and right. You know, just to have that type of game, you know, it motivates me to you know even get even better. So. Yeah, I mean, really, so my, my biggest question walking away from that, um, and it's for both of you guys because you guys know defense a lot better than I do, but I look and I see the next-gen stats say that, that Pat covered Devontae on 61% uh, of the plays, mm -hmm. was one-on-one -on -one against him. I understand that can't be probably not 100% of the snaps, but why isn't that like 90, 95% of the snaps? Is that, is that feasible in a game? It depends on the scheme. It depends on what Vance wants to do. If Vance wants to have him travel the whole time, then that could be where you get more like a 99% coverage. But uh, based on their game plan, I think it was um, sometimes he would cover him, sometimes they would be on the other side. And, you know, it's just all about the scheme. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he hit on the head. You know, sometimes it's a scheme. Sometimes um, I wouldn't be able to follow him in certain aspects throughout the game. But um, as much as I can, that was my uh, – that was a game plan for me to follow him yeah. around the field. But sometimes you could be in zone. or mm -hmm. um, And you're not going to the slot, yeah, yeah, for example. I mean? mm -hmm. So yeah. um, stuff like that, you know what I mean? You can't follow a guy because, you know, offenses with game plan, you know, their best players in the, mm -hmm. you know, certain schemes and the, uh, get them open, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Or just to make plays. So um, it, it's just the name of the game, you know what I mean? But all 11 just got to communicate and be on the same page and understand what's going on because, you know what I mean, uh, we're all ballers and we all – capable of doing um everything within the scheme so do you like do you like playing man-to-man -man, just lined up one-on-one mano-a-mano do you like uh, mixing in some zone i think we've seen corners do great in both of those yeah. richard sherman and cover three mm -hmm. or different or even Riga like josh Island norman on, yeah man, you know what i'm saying uh man-to-man -man, like what's your preference do you like just going head up it's me versus you and let's see who wins yeah i love man but the thing about man is sometimes you can't make as much plays on the ball mm -hmm. yeah so yeah. zone is like that thing you could add in is when you're more vision on the quarterback and you could make more players on the ball since you got vision and you know you know you got your zone and anything that's thrown in your zone you have a chance to make a big and huge play whether and man you know you're so glued on to your man sometimes you can't not say you can't see the ball but it's hard to get a read on the ball because you're just so locked in on your man yeah. you know what i mean but me preferably i like man but to add a change up i like zone as well too mm -hmm. but man's my and kind, of, and kind of as a change-up because I'm sure Jimmy uh, or whoever the quarterback is looks at you on Devontae and is like, okay, that's man. I know exactly what to expect. Mm -hmm. And then if you throw in zones here and there, then you can be dropping it and have your eyes on him instead of just the receiver. Yeah, that's the thing, changing it up, because you don't want to give offenses the same look mm -hmm. uh, with your schemes. Um, you want to diversify it and, you know, change it up, you know, just to – Make make the quarterback second guess or look at different reads uh, throughout certain concepts. So, and with Jimmy, uh, to my untrained eye, it, you could have told me that was Derek Carr back there. I mean, because mm -hmm. of the way they were getting the ball out quick, the way he was looking at Devontae. I guess really the only difference was he targeted Devontae like seven or eight times in the game instead of I think last year, mm -hmm. uh, Derek targeted Devontae thirteen times in both games. Was it? pretty similar from a quarterback standpoint even though they were different guys um yeah in some ways but uh the thing about jimmy is i, I just think that he's a you know a smooth operator not mm -hmm. not saying that mm -hmm. they don't have the same type of play style but 
Uh, with Jimmy, I just feel like everything is based off a certain plan for him um, in the scheme. Right. Uh, you know, the the run, you know, build off the run, then you set up mm -hmm. the play pass, the mm -hmm. passion pass. You know, because you've seen that from San Fran, you know, the way how he operated. And I think they try to transfer that into the greatest offensive scheme, mm -hmm. as you can see through Sunday. So Is that what you guys expected? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what we expected. Um, just going through the film and um, watching some tendencies and concepts, mm -hmm. and obviously some 49ers film, you know, that's what we pictured it to be. You mentioned going you mentioned going through the film, Pat. We want to go through the film of your past breakups and mm -hmm. have you take us through it after I tell you about our friends over at Breckenridge Distillery. Speaking of the Broncos, they've got the Battle of the Bourbon blend going on right now. Ed McCaffrey's got a blend and Alfred Williams has a blend over at Breckenridge Distillery. If you want to get in on this and try them, see which one's best. I think we all liked the Ed McCaffrey blend better. I think that's the orange one. A uh, little sweeter, a little vanilla. You can vote on it over at BreckenridgeDistillery.com. And you can win two tickets to the Broncos-Chargers game on New Year's Eve by posting a picture uh, with the hashtag BroncosBourbon to Instagram and Facebook. And winners will be narrowed down to 10 of them on December 1st. So do that and head to BreckenridgeDistillery.com. And if you've been hurt, you need to hit up our friends over at Backus and Shanker. Call 222-2222 to set up your consultation. Backus and Shanker wins for Colorado families. They're here to help. They've been working in Colorado for over 25 years. They're free until they win money for your case. There's no upfront fee to speak with them about your case. There's no fee while they work in your case. There's no fee unless you win your case. And speaking of winning, they have won over $1 billion for their clients. And they're serving all areas of Colorado, including Denver, Aurora, Inglewood, Fort Collins. So if you've been hurt or seriously injured, hit the 2 222 and call Backus and Schenker. All right. Let's hop into PS2's <laughs> PVUs. And like I said, two catches on five targets. The other three were pass breakups. Bio, yep. where you are all over Devonte and the ball, and uh, we thought it'd be really cool to get the inside scoop. I mean, I'm sure Todd knows what's going on in these plays. Hank might know, but I certainly don't. I want to. I want to <laughs> know the inside. No, I'm giving you a little more credit than, <laughs> than me. Um, so we've got some clips from all three. I think we have four screenshots from all of the past breakups, uh, and. Pat, why don't, you, why don't you tell us about what's going on here? So I believe this is the first one. There's eight minutes left in the third quarter. Raiders have the ball at the Broncos' 44-yard line. Yeah, so um, obviously this is man. And, um, you know, past the 50, um, we was thinking they getting trying to get some momentum. So this is like the shot area. Uh, mm. Teams like to take, you know, shots to the end zone or just shots down the field in this specific area past the 50. And um, – you know, it's, you could just tell just by the um, gimmicks and the trick plays what they was going to do. And um, what I seen here was, you know, they was acting like they was blocking up, but you could just tell by the mannerism and the way how they was blocking that it was going to be a pass. So, um, yeah, as I got engaged here, I could tell, um, you know, it was a gimmick because he wasn't really trying to block, but I could tell it was a pass. So. <laughs> Um, I just stayed glued on. Uh, my eyes was right at the right time, and I just stayed disciplined. That's the thing. Um, throughout the game, you could just have a feel for it, but you just you just know when uh, 
teams would like to throw shots or do gimmick plays like that. So um, I was going to say, right here, back one more. Um, just from an untrained eye, right here, this looks like a running play if I'm just yeah. looking at you and Devontae. Yeah. I mean, it looks like he's trying to lock you up for a run play, uh, and I could easily see how a corner could fall asleep on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What gives it away? Is it just the fact that he's only, like, half blocking you? Because it doesn't oh, seem like he's yeah, pushing yeah. too hard. Yeah, yeah like you said, it, it, he's really not trying to block me, but he's trying to sell that. Huh. But um, with me, um, I just I just seen throughout the game when he's really blocking and when he's really not. So I could, I had to tell here that he wasn't blocking. He was going for a pass. So and I know it was gonna be a shot too because they wouldn't do that just to throw like some five yard <laughs> short pass. Yeah. You know they trying to go deep. So um, yeah, it was just very telling. And you know as he ran uh, for the goal ball, you know what I mean I turned my eyes around and made a play on the ball. Um, which it could have been a pick, you know. I went up with one, could have went up with two, but mm -hmm. it was sort of a back shoulder, so it's kind of tough to make that adjustment. But you know, what I mean, you just gotta make plays on the ball. And I think that's that's the hardest read. I feel like as uh, a football player is being a DB on an island, and you got a guy coming up trying to block you. Because if you go back to the second picture, for a linebacker, I have the whole offensive line that's pass setting uh -huh. as opposed to run blocking mm. so that's my big key that's where i can tell whether it's pass or run but he can't see the whole offensive line from that position right. he has to be keyed in on Devontae Adams. so this is a smart head to play for oh. sure so for and, you do, as a linebacker do you uh, find out it's a pass not a run by looking at the line not even the ball yeah i look at the line because it's going to be mm. they call it like elephants on parade like a lot of play action you'll see the old lineman like run down the line instead of like coming up to block like okay. nobody's coming to the second level <laughs> elephants the big, yeah big yeah boys. <laughs> no, I like that. so they're just running sideways and then this one specifically like all the guys are pass setting so then like oh you're not gonna run block from that position so right. that's how linebackers figured out mm. so after that play kareem was like running over with his hands on his head and i i wasn't i couldn't figure out what was going on and so tomorrow we're in the locker room and i wanted to go ask him but did he say anything to you Nah, he he was just uh, saying that because um, the ball was tipped in the air, and he felt like he could have made a play, oh, okay. made an interception. Because even though it was not a pick the first time, it's always a chance for tips and overthrows to occur. Mm -hmm. Yep. And you know that second player that's running to the ball um, would always like to have the opportunity. That's all what he was saying. Okay. So uh, now let's let's go back one really quick. I mean. Uh, this just shows how much they're trying to get the ball to their best player on offense because if I'm Jimmy just making a read, mm -hmm. Devontae is not open at all. I mean, that's as tight of coverage as you could have. Yeah. And it lasted, but you, you probably appreciate when they take shots because they, they probably don't take very many shots on you. Yeah, I like it. I like when I get a chance to make plays, man. And uh, that's the main thing. You know, when, when like I said, the ball's in the air. It's either mine or nobody's, and that's just the type of mindset I have. So uh, obviously, I wish like, I could had the pick here, but still, it was a it was a good play. Is that all corners' mindsets, or is that a mindset that you picked up at some point? Well, it might be for some corners, may not, but for me, I know like when that ball's in the air, uh, I want it to be mine. Did, did that <laughs> come from pops out. too? Uh, nah, it's just a mentality thing. Mm. You gotta have that mentality. Yep. Um, yeah, pops told me um, what it was and how it should be, but you know, the main thing for me was you know. For me, with my standard is to get the ball every time. 
That couldn't have been your mentality, right, Todd? What, what? what was your when, when the ball's in the air, it's mine? See, you talked about it no earlier. Else's. I wasn't so much man coverage. The best I could do was PBU. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I didn't have as many picks. I was man coverage all day. So uh-huh. appreciate that. Uh. <laughs> as an inside backer, though, did did you have like a specific mentality like Pat has at corner? Uh, yeah, I I just felt like I never wanted my guy to catch it, especially in man like. That was my mentality. I just my guy does not need to come down with the ball. I don't want to be on anybody's highlight reel or <laughs> teach tape. Like this guy's not catching the ball. Yeah. What about the run game? Oh, if I get my hands on you, it's over. Like <laughs> yeah. if I have an opportunity to touch you, my my uh, thought process is if I can touch you, I got to bring you to the ground. Like no broken tackles. I want to get everybody to the ground. Make as many tackles as I can. Twenty tackle games. That's what I will shoot for. Yeah, yeah. Twenty is a lot. Sure. All right, let's. You want to? You want twenty tackle game, Pat? That's not a <laughs> No, it wouldn't be a good thing for the team. Yeah. You'll leave that to Alex. Right, right, right. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's not good. You've been getting run all over. No. <laughs> Unless you're just blitzing every single play. Yeah. Um, all right, let's get to the next play here. Uh, that was awesome, by the way. I can't wait for, for these other two plays. Okay, so we're looking at um, balls at like the six-yard line. You and Devontae are at the bottom uh, of the field. Locked up. Looks like man again. Did I get that? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I'm one um, for one. Why don't you lead us through the rest? Yeah. So um, in the red zone, um, 10 and in, um, I was expecting some quick quick rhythm, throw, uh, rhythm throws. Um, you know, so he ran a slant, which is an easy access throw. But uh, with me was, um, I didn't really like how I started because uh, he, he beat my leverage, but um, like I said, you got to finish plays. And uh, I ran to the nearest hip and made a play on the ball. But it should have been better from the start. Uh, made it easier on myself. I should have been inside leverage, uh, positioned myself better. But, you know, the play's not finished until, you know, the whistle. So um, I got back to that near hip and made a play on the ball. So um, I mean, I'm to continue. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's just the thing. Just as a corner, you, you always got to finish players no matter what, how it may start or, you know, you got to make the outcome in your favor. This is actually insane because in the second and third clips that we see, I understand why why Jimmy was looking his way because in such a tight scenario, when he has like a yard on you, that, yeah. that, that's open mm-hmm. right there. And then just from the third clip to the fourth, it goes from open to you Close. are all over him. That's <laughs> yeah. incredible closing. Yeah, 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 that's speed. I was running. <laughs> <laughs> now, you say you should have had inside protection. Is that just something that's more hindsight? Or um, was there some, was there a key that maybe you, you missed? Yeah, it's just, if you uh, rewind it back to the first uh, picture, yeah, you could just tell by a split. He's outside the numbers. And usually when they have, and you could just tell the split between uh, right. the Two, number two receiver in him, um, all that space is to create mm. uh, room for the inside throw. Right. You know what I mean, not right. so much the outside because that's mm-hmm. a further throw. So, so if 13 um, would have further in closer to Devontae, then maybe yeah, it means maybe, more maybe, outside. You know what I right. mean? Or it could be a pick or rub route. But, you know, with that type of a split, I should have been more inside to help myself out, you know, so. Yeah, no, that, that, makes a, that makes a lot of sense. All right, let's go to the, the final pass break up here so we have a deep one we have one in the red zone and then this is one where the raiders are at their own 17 yard line three minutes left in this in the first half in the second quarter um and it looks like are you guys at the top of the screen 
I believe it's the slot. You're in the slot? Yeah. yeah. The slot. Okay, yep. yeah. So, you, so you're in the slot and man again, I have to imagine the way yeah. you lined up. <laughs> man again. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so in this, in this, um, on this play, um, they're coming out, but in the slot, you would expect either quick throws or I expect either slot fade or slant, mm. either of those two. But when you get that, um, three was away, meaning the back was away uh, for Devontae from the field. Um, usually when you get concepts like that and you see a formation like that, uh, you know it'll either be a slant or a fade, one of those two. So I was just being patient uh, with my technique, uh, put hands on early. And he got a little step on me, but you know I just finished through the ball, finished through the hands, and made a play. I mean, you say it's either a slant or a fade. Uh, those are pretty much two opposite things. So I mean, how do you how do you prepare yourself for um, two things that are so different? You know, just diagnosing the formation. You know, I mean, like I said, studying film study uh, helps the game a lot, uh, slows down the game. And um, you know, with Jimmy, uh, he was just trying to get quick rhythm throws going mm -hmm. on uh, early on, early and often throughout the game. So I knew that it was going to be um, a pitch and catch situation here. First and 10, they just try to get some yards, get closer, get closer to the sticks. Um, so, you know, I was just being confident in my technique, staying square and playing leverage. And, uh, you know, when the ball was thrown, I had to make a play on it. So are you actually more concerned about the deep ball once they cross the 50? I guess at least in this game yeah, from what the Raiders yeah. have showed? Yeah, from what they have showed. Um, you know, once they get past the 50, it's, everything's open yeah. in their playbook. Yeah. So, um, you know, in this situation, they coming out, you know, they just trying to move the sticks, move the ball as much as they can. So I wasn't expecting nothing crazy coming out, uh, out of it. This is this is incredible. Um, and uh, speaking of incredible, we want to look at your game day fit and hey let let let's ta let's take a look at that no, after I, I tell you about it, our I friends. Put it on, man. Over Stop playing. <laughs> Shady Rays. I mean, speaking of making your fit complete, you can check out our friends over at Shady Rays. Use the code DNVR uh, to receive 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. That's code DNVR over at ShadyRays.com, where they have been five-star reviewed over 250,000 times. And shout out to Foo. Fubo TV, yeah. F-U-B-O. Sign up at FuboTV.com forward slash DNVR. They have 140 plus live channels of sports shows, movies, and news. You can stream live from any device. If you want to catch NFL games, college football, the Broncos, you can't go wrong with Fubo TV. There's no contract, no cable, no hassle. Just sign up and start watching. A thousand hours of cloud DVR included at no extra charge. Watch your local teams while you travel. Shout out to FUBU TV, FUBO TV, www.fubotv.com forward slash DMVR. All right, you're going to want to hit us with a thumbs up to show past support for this outfit because he had so much support for this outfit on. Mm. Do we have the clip <laughs> from the countdown? So here, here's the outfit. And Pat, we're going to have you just talk about it in just a second. But we do a pregame show mm. and Todd and Alexis rate the outfits. So oh, we all you, you worried about you worried Every about what week. they said? <laughs> I'm not I'm not too worried, hopefully. But, uh, I feel like I feel like I did a good job this week. Yeah, you know, week yeah, one yeah. you gotta put some, you know, coordinated together. So Yeah, you not you, you, far. You sh you shouldn't be worried. Let, yeah, let let's play the clip I right hope. now. No, we have one more. 
Oh, this is the one I wanted to see first. My man. My hmm. man. The Gallery Depot shirt and pants with the Goyard bag. Come on. Pastor Tan, number one corner in the league, and I say the best dress for the day. I 100% agree. Pastor Tan cannot miss. Also, like you all know, he's one of DNVR's own. So yep. we are 100% on Team PS2. Um, you hear, can you get our ratings here? Because, like, this is how I feel about Pat Satan's On oh, fire, baby. Okay. This is perfect. Oh, we have one more. Fire outfit. I'll say both. It was a lot of color in it, and I was at the coordinated with it. You said uh, the gallery department jacket. Yep. Um, obviously, the pants match with it with a go yard. So it was a little fit I put together last minute. And um, mm -hmm. it was just something that I just, whoa. Um, it's fire. For yeah. me, I always like uh, when guys come dress uh, to play. You know, when I played, I played with some guys that if you didn't come fresh, if you weren't fitted, like they was going to laugh you off the bus really? and you go home and change. <laughs> yeah, they definitely were on your head. So it's important to show a freshman. I think you yeah, look Sundays, good. You feel Sundays, confident. Sundays you got to look good. Yeah. You know I mean, it's. So who are some of these guys that, that were laughing people off that, like Akib? Akib is on yeah, your yeah, head yeah, from yeah, the moment yeah, yeah. you step on. <laughs> uh, Vaughn, every, I yeah. mean, mm -hmm. everybody. They gave it to everybody if you weren't coming fresh. Is it a defensive player thing? More so to come with the swag? I think we got more swag in the office, but that's just me. <laughs> I get, you know, wide receivers for show, you know what I'm saying? They gonna come dressing mm -hmm. with it. But besides that, O line, your quarterback gonna come with a button up, yep. home game or away. Yeah, keep <laughs> it smart and casual. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so Not I think too flashy. Yeah. I thought I thought Quinn Miners looked good. Like he had like I some boots Quinn on, fit. he had like a nice jacket. Oh, do you have it? That's let me, crazy. Let me see Quinn fit. And yeah, I was surprised. I was like, I've never see. seen him put effort into that sort of thing. McGlinchey came in the classic like quarterback. So I feel like oh, some offensive yeah. linemen could go like Quinn or some could go with like the quarterback yeah, look. Yeah. See, that's, yeah. that's that's a nice big man will. Yeah. Yeah. You know I mean, you got you got the like you said, the shoes going, the jacket. Is that Louis bag? Yeah, I think it is. Wow. Yeah, he, put, he put it on. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know. He doesn't seem like he would see. have a Louis bag. Huh? It surprised me. I didn't think he, like he'd have that sort of stuff. The I know. Oh, yeah. 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 That's that Peyton. Peyton. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> That's Peyton Manning. Manning. Business. Nothing too flashy. Yeah, yeah. You know, the, the one time that Peyton didn't wear a suit to a home game? Do you know what game it was, Todd? No, I don't remember that. It was week 17 of the 2015 season when uh, he was not the starter yep, he wasn't and came playing. in as a backup, won mm -hmm. the game to give the Broncos a number one seat, and he talked to the media for like the only time at home without a suit because he was like, I'm not the starter. I'm, I'm not going to wear a suit. I'm, I'm not playing. Dang, I don't That's even remember crazy. that. Yeah. 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 That's crazy. Yeah, he always came in a suit, and like mm -hmm. almost suit and tire, buttoned up. He always kept professional. You know if he was going to the owner's box or to come play the game, yeah. but... He definitely looked fresh. What's your mindset on fits? Like, are you picking it out Saturday, or do you kind of have some prepared, like, as the week goes? Um, I, I'm like a last minute. Um, I'll probably look in the closet, uh, put things together. So that was last minute? Together. That was last Golly, minute. Golly, it must be nice. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I mean, I got all types of clothes. Yeah. Um, and I work, I work with a stylist as well, too, London. Uh, she helps a lot as well. And... Um, yeah, I just I just sort of put things together and sort of just look at it and be like, is this gonna go? Is this gonna fit? Yeah. 
not be looking in the mirror like, nah. This a hit, this a hit. And uh, I just rock with it. I think this one definitely hit. So you don't have you don't have Sunday's outfit picked out then? No, I don't. Not yet? So not maybe it's yet. Sunday morning thing? No, not that. Not okay, that not, not that uh, late. Probably the day before. Okay. Um, yeah. It can be Sunday morning too now, but I would prefer. Yeah, yeah. Before. So why don't you take us through uh, your game day routine? Because some players have like a routine down to the minute. Mm. Other players are like, yep, just show up, ready to go. Do you which which path do you take? Um, you just saying going to the stadium or just, just everything from the moment you wake up. Do you, oh, do you okay. have like a whole daily routine or is it more so just like I'll show um, up two hours before and that's all I need to do? So I wake up, I go to my crib. Um, usually my family's there, so they will cook like a big breakfast, you know, yep. like pancakes. Yep. Mm -hmm. I don't know if y'all familiar, but I be eating grits. It's like a southern thing. <laughs> yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, grits. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, Eggs, bacon, all that, and um, you go the full breakfast. Yeah, the full on game breakfast. Day. Got yep. to, got to, and it's only right. Uh, you know, what I mean, get a good breakfast for the game. Have you feeling good? Um, get dressed, get ready. Uh, go to the stadium. I be, I be trying to go to the stadium a little early because traffic be hectic, yep. be yeah. crazy. Yeah. So, um, yeah, get to the stadium. Um, you know, stretch, get locked in, listen to some music, um, warm my body up. Go Any on the specific field. playlist? Uh. See, I don't know about y'all, but I got like two or three artists I listen to. Mm -hmm. um, Lil Wayne, yeah, you know, he's my favorite rapper of all time. Oh yeah, uh, Lil Baby, yeah. Um, and the third one is just anybody I uh, want to listen to. Like, it could go from old school to new school. So yeah, that's just my routine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Todd, did you have specific routine when you were growing up too, or when you were playing? <laughs> yeah, I definitely like to uh, eat a big meal. So I tried to like get some carbs down, like some pasta or something in the morning. Even yeah. if we had like a morning game, I'm trying to eat some really? some pasta, get some carbs. Like 10 a.m. pasta? <laughs> yeah. That sounds crazy. Early, do you do it elf style where you're putting, uh, <laughs> no. you're putting the maple syrup on top? <laughs> no, yeah. just, just uh, some... Pasta sauce, you know, maybe some Alfredo sauce. Yep, you know, yep. Everything is good. And then as far as the game and the music, I was definitely Big Lil Baby. Um, uh, Future was big. Mm -hmm. um, maybe some Gucci, depending on how I'm feeling. You know, good good mm -hmm. vibes all the way around. But going back to your grits, because we definitely, uh, my family definitely likes grits. Are you okay. like a, a sugar in your grits, uh, salt and pepper in your grits, or cheese? Cause I like there's salt, a lot of different. pepper, and cheese. Okay. I know a lot okay. of people that put sugar in their grits, but yeah. I prefer salt and pepper and cheese. Huh. Right. I just don't. I just don't like the sugar in grits. I just never. It's I not had your it, vibe. It's not bad, but it's it just doesn't move me. Okay. Uh, <laughs> the way how salt and pepper is just smooth, then you put the cheese on, melted yeah. cheese on top, and then it's just like a thick layer. Coated with cheese and yeah. salt and pepper, so you guys, that's the way you to guys, go. you guys do grits. We don't have grits in Montana. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's our thing up there. We don't have a lot of things. We got like beef bacon, and that's about it. I can yeah. tell with my question, like y'all. Like, <laughs> nah, no. I've had grits like twice, and I was like, yeah, fine. Okay. okay. Yeah, um, but then my family they make shrimp and grits. Yeah, because mm. my family from New Orleans, so they got, you know that. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. So 
shrimp and grits is a hit as well too. And it's mixed like in. To. The shrimp are mixed in. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, we got a good. We gotta get him <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we got to get you guys. Got to. Yeah. Is there a good grits place in Denver that you found, or is it homemade? Uh, there are is a couple of Cajun home? places. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. I saw the look on your face. Maybe it's more homemade. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but my grandma been making some mm. great shrimp and grits. Mm. Yeah. Huh. So yeah. you so. you say you say you go to your crib in the morning. That's because every game you guys stay at a hotel the night. Yeah, before. yeah. Mm-hmm. You're staying hotel night even before. even when it's a home game. Yeah. Mm. Staying the hotel night before. You know, you, I, I guess uh, the reason is to not get distracted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I believe. Yeah. You know, have everybody together at once. Yeah. Does every team do that? Yeah. Well too. Yeah. So, yeah. Even yeah. CU does that too. Which is kind of crazy. I guess mostly because Montana didn't, but I don't know. It, it does seem like there'd only be like maybe two or three guys who would get distracted, though, if you didn't. But it's also to have know where all your guys are. Like, you yeah, know where everybody is for the night. You don't yeah. have to worry about And you usually have meetings there, too, right? Yeah, you do yeah. have meetings there, too. So I guess yeah. that makes sense. Was it Super Bowl 50 where a player was kicked out the week of this leading up to the Super Bowl with you guys? Or was that Super Bowl 48? It was Super Bowl 50, but it wasn't. It has something to do with the game plan or something mm, that he was huh. kicked out. Okay. Uh, the AFC Championship Week against <laughs> against the Patriots. Did you guys know that story? No, I don't uh, think so. No, we had like a tight end, um, and he was on the scout team, like yeah. practice squad, and he was helping us prepare. And we had like a game plan for Gronk. Like we had a game plan that we we're gonna go, we we're gonna man him up sometimes, and we thought it was good. He took it upon himself to go tell Wade Phillips, what are you guys doing with this game plan? You need to double Gronk. You guys need to get him right. Like, basically trying to tell him how to do his job. After that week, man, he found himself on the couch watching us in the Super Bowl. I don't know what made him think to go tell him that plan or try to change what we had going. I think it all worked out in the end. But I think it did work out. That is crazy. At, at what point, as a, as a type of player, can, can do that? Can go and tell the defensive coordinator... I think we should do something different than your plan. Or is there a player that can? I mean, I have to imagine if you don't like something that's in the game plan, you would go and tell Vance, right? Or, or do you not even do that? No, no you can. Uh, coaches are open at anything, any adjustments throughout the game. Because obviously, us as players, you know, we actually playing. Mm-hmm. You know, we see things throughout the game that mm-hmm. maybe uh, we just speak our mind off of. Like, hey, mm-hmm. let's change this up. Uh, He's looking at this differently. Let's why not run this coverage to affect this person? So, um, you know, it's just certain things throughout the game because we communicate all day throughout the game, and football is just based off communication and being at the right place, right time. And you know, as a coach, I'm pretty sure they want their players to be at their best yeah. uh, through calls. So, you know, as players, we are very open, you know, to communicate that with coaches. Maybe it's if you're a starter, if you're like actually playing is yeah. when you can communicate. I think that's the best time. If you're you just pretending you're drunk. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, you can't be a, you can't be giving us a look and then trying to tell us our defense is not <laughs> doing their job. Crazy. Well, and def- um, I mean, that was uh when Brady went to Gronk on the two point conversion, right? Yeah. And and that was incomplete. So yeah, yeah that was a good call. Hey. That was a good call. <laughs> I think, Wade, knows, you think Wade knows a little bit about <laughs> yeah. football. Wade knows ball, turns out. Yeah, yeah. I, would, I would think so. So what, what's your post-game look like? Does it depend on if it's a win or a loss, or is it the same thing regardless? Uh, a win, obviously the energy is there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, everybody yeah. in the locker room happy you lost. <clears throat> it's different. The vibe's down. But, uh, yeah, obviously you would want to win, but after the game, I try to – reset my mind, not try to focus on it too much, spend time with family. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, just move on from there. But um, it depends if it's a win or a loss. Yeah, that's the whole mood after the game. <laughs> yeah, I bet, I bet for sure. Um, and I mean, two brutal injuries coming out. One in, uh, in your room, in the secondary room, yeah. with Caden. Uh, I mean, just you could tell right away. He, he threw his helmet and then was so frustrated. And you just feel for him because, as we've talked about, he was just set up for his mm-hmm. breakout season. And I mean, they even announced three starting safeties because that's how much they respect Kareem and respect what Caden's doing. Uh, I mean, how much how much of a blow is that? Yeah, it was it was hard to watch as a group because as a unit, we're so close together as a brotherhood. Just not on the football field, but just off the field. And just to see that man, because Caden is a incredible player. Um, mm-hmm. You know, he showed that day in and day out. Um, yeah, this year was his year for sure. Yep. Um, I know he was ready. He was locked in, dialed in. I could just tell just by the plays he was making. And just to see that, it's a huge blow. But, um, you know, us as teammates, you know, it would be wrong for us to not reach out to him, to not lift him up, you know what I mean? And that's what we've been doing so far. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because injuries like that, man. Um, I know it's the name of the game, but for him, I know he wanted the season very bad. But, you know what I mean? I know the type of person he is. I know he's going to shape back and get back into routine soon but you know right now obviously i know it's tough for him but us as players you know we reach out to him and you know lift him up i mean in Mm -hmm. every positive way possible that's important because for people who don't know like once you get injured especially a serious injury where you're going to be out your schedule is so different from the teams like you don't even you're not in any meetings you don't hang around the team you're there when they're not there so you're really on a whole different schedule and you're kind of almost by yourself you feel like you know Besides yeah. being there with the training staff, so reaching out to Caden, I know like he really is appreciating that for sure. Yeah, I saw Tim Patrick in the locker room after the game, and I had to, I did like a double take. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh mm-hmm. wow, I haven't seen you in like a month yeah. since you got hurt. It is kind of crazy how separated those guys are. Yeah, because I mean, you get there really before mm-hmm. anybody's there at six a.m. And depending on your injury, you may go home for the next three hours and then come back after practice to do more. But really. You don't really have that communication with your brothers that you were used to, especially in training camp where you guys are talking, laughing, yeah, playing sure. cards. All that stuff is kind of gone. So, Do they still stay in the team hotel if they get injured during training camp? Like Tim Patrick, for example? No, you don't have to. Okay. If you get injured, like like a season-ending injury, no, you you would just go home at that huh. point. That is tough. Yeah. Did you see Caden after the game? Um, I seen him halftime, okay. um, mm-hmm. and I talked to him, and... Obviously, it was a tough moment, yeah. you know, for him and everybody. But, um, you know, when you see a player like that go down, you you know, you just lift them up, yeah. you know, as best as you can because that's the only thing you can do. Yeah. You know what I mean? And we'll be in the wrong if we did it. Yeah. So. Yeah. Who do you look to step up? Obviously, I mean, Kareem, just natural. Mm-hmm. The guy that, that fills in is now probably the full-time uh, safety next to Justin. But what young guys have, have you seen and to emerge there? Yeah, we got uh, JL Skinner, mm-hmm. the rookie. Um, we got Delarian, uh, second year. We called him Trouble, mm-hmm. thirty-two. Um, <laughs> Why do you call him Trouble? That's awesome. <laughs> I, I I never got it. Uh, it just sort of happened. <laughs> but Trouble, he he's a playmaker. Um, I don't know, cause I know I know he just be making plays and the way how he tackles, he's yeah. a he's a big hitter. So yeah, um, yeah, we we got guys to back him up, and um. Yeah, those, I know those guys are going to step up and, uh, you know, contribute, you know what I mean? Because I know what type of players they are as well, too. So, you know what I mean? It's just like one of those things, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, football is a tough sport. And sometimes um, the worst things can happen. And once you see things like that, man, it's 
you know, next man up, yep. you know? Yeah. So. Yep. Um, are you a bowler? <laughs> Random. This is, there's direction no, it is, for this. It is there's Henry that knows the no. I'm not, I'm not, I, I want to say I'm bad, but I'm not the best. I'm, I'm average. Uh, I but probably, that's what I'd probably say about myself. You're probably still way you know, better I'm, than I'm me. Type of, I'm the type of guy that I don't know how to, you know, some guys not to spin the ball. No, the, yeah. Direction. I've just bowled it straight ahead. So then I mean? never bowl with JL. Because we, we, he apparently is ridiculous because we had his That's coach on. Too. Yeah, and, and his coach was saying how he was such a good bowler. Henry and I went and talked to him in the locker room last week, yeah. and he was telling us that, like, uh, custom bowling balls aren't just, like, have the right, like, finger placement for you. They are, like, weighted on one side as opposed to the other, so you get the right spin. I had no idea about any of this. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, he's almost bowled a perfect game a couple of times. So, yeah, maybe if you don't want to be beat by a rookie, don't go bowling. Nah, I already know. I already know what I'm going to bring to the table bowling. I just need to work on it. I just need to to work on it. Uh, Um, Should we hit a couple questions? Uh, Some fans have reached out. You mind if we jump into comments a couple? Let's, uh, I think we got a couple of super chats here. Let's hit one from Mile High says, PS2 better than Sauce. PS2 second coming of Champ Bailey. You've had to hear, heard that comparison before. What do you think of that when people say that? I mean, it's an honor just to be mentioned that high regard um, compared to a great player like Champ. Um, obviously, it speaks volumes, you know, just to be regarded in that way. But I got a lot more work to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not there yet. I got so much work to do. But, you know, I mean, it's it's huge props for sure. Next mm-hmm. one coming in from Joshua says, what's up, guys? Awesome meeting you guys last night. I believe or no, on Sunday. I believe he was here on Sunday. Yes. And also at the tailgate. I met him. Yep. 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 Uh, right on. Nice to meet you, Joshua. And then I know we also had a question. Someone said, should the Broncos bring in Rob Gronkowski? <laughs> <laughs> because you mentioned Gronk earlier. Uh, probably not Rob Gronkowski, um, but also Greg Dulcich. Another another injury that happened. He's going to be out a couple of weeks with a hamstring injury. I mean, I have to imagine this is just replacing from within. Mm-hmm. With, with I mean, uh-huh. Adam Troutman's already the starter. Yeah, he's already the starter, and then you have... Um, other guys that can play a nice role at tight end. Mm-hmm. I think you do miss Dolce's in the passing game because he was very versatile and can do a lot of things that I don't see another tight end on the Broncos specifically doing. But I think by by committee, they can kind of fill his role. And I thought he had a pretty nice game before he got hurt, too. Mm-hmm. Like the way they were using him, I think people were kind of concerned that he wasn't going to play much because Troutman's technically the starter. But we saw the vision there for a minute, and it looked nice. So hopefully mm-hmm. he figures it out. Yep. All right. So save those super chats. We will get to them tomorrow. Um, my final question, speaking of tight ends, Pat, you, you talk about how you love the challenge of following a number one receiver around the field. Mm-hmm. Would you ever want to do that with the tight end? Yeah. Yeah. I look forward to any challenge. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. And uh, Pat, thank you so much for being on. It's been yeah, awesome today. All, Loved for all sure. of the insight. And uh, let's bring this thing to one and one on Sunday. And Terry McLaurin coming up too, potentially. That's going to be a fun matchup. Yeah, it's going to be very fun. Um, new week ahead. Uh, new goals set in mind. So 
we're going to get after it. Yep. Uh, excited for it. So I love it. I love it. I don't know if it's a very fun matchup for Terry and Sam Howell with Pat on him, but we'll yeah. see on Sunday. Thanks, Pat, so much for joining us. Thank you, everyone, for rocking and rolling with us. Hit us with a thumbs up on your way out, and we will see you tomorrow on the DMVR Broncos podcast. Take you back.